Hi, I'm Joe Scruggs, and you're listening to a podcast where nostalgia comes alive. It's Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Roll it! Welcome to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, the podcast where nostalgia comes alive. Since July of 2021, Jake and his friends have interviewed professionals in the worlds of acting, directing, writing, puppeteering, and many more. Who will they be chatting with in this week's interview? Find out in this Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show episode. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show, where nostalgia comes alive. I'm your host, Jake Duffenbaugh, and today's always our co-host, Chris Bixby and Matt Bingo. How you guys doing? We're good. Doing good. How you doing, Jakey? That's great to hear. I'm doing great. As always, Matt, what do we have for today? First off, again, welcome to everybody to Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. Glad you're with us. Today's guests, we are really, really excited to have them. For the first time in a while, we have two guests on an episode. Yay, isn't that wonderful? Our guests today have been composers for Sesame Street for a number of years. In fact, more than a decade of wonderful songs and wonderful music for Sesame Street, among many other projects, including their own. Here they are, JP and Kat Rende. How are you two doing? Welcome. Doing good. Hi. It's great to be here. Fantastic. Fantastic. Awesome. So, so to kick this off, we know who you are, and I kind of introduced the both of you, but in your own words, would you care to introduce yourselves a little bit? Sure. Uh, my name is Kat Ray O'Rendy. I'm a composer, a producer, and a, uh, a singer. And you? Oh, you don't know me? <laughs> <laughs> JP Rennie, um, Kat and I, we are the owners of Earworm Music, and we are composers, producers, songwriters. Um, yeah, all things music over here. Nice. Awesome. What was your background like, and how did you grow up? Uh, well, for me personally, I grew up as a, uh, a nerdy, want-to-be artist, and uh, when I finally got into um, when I finally realized how exciting jingles were, I got very into it. And I was also into like jazz choirs and all different kinds of things, theater. And, um, but, uh, JP and I met when we were in college, Jay was, JP was in for, um, uh, studio co composition and production. And I was in for, um, jazz and then production and studio composition. And, um, we have been together ever since. Yep. Um, growing up, I was in a bunch of punk bands and, you know, was really, uh, into that kind of scene. And then once I got to college, um, I just wanted to be a songwriter producer. Uh, I wanted to work on top 40 music and basically, uh, be like Max Martin, who's like <laughs> our hero. <laughs> nice. So, so speaking of, uh, your, your, uh, punk band, what was it like, uh, doing that? Oh, I loved it. Um, I grew up loving like the pop punk of like the West Coast. So I really loved obviously Green Day and Offspring, but even like the Queers and uh, Screeching Weasel, um, No Effects, uh, Pennywise. So I, I really loved that stuff. And uh, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, garage bands were still a thing like it's amazing how uh, kids they just don't do it anymore but uh it was it was a lot of fun nice. different kind of garage band now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So for Cat, you sang backup for various artists, including Alicia Keys, Kesha, and My Chemical Romance. What was it like working with them? Oh my God. I, it was like the time of my life. I was um, this tiny little, like very short, very young backup singer in the midst of like the people that I grew up loving. Cause I, like you, I really love like the, the team behind the work. And I really enjoyed working with um, Patty Jenkins and um, oh, yes. Michael McElroy and a bunch of like just heavy hitters. Um, did you ever see the, I don't know if you guys have ever watched the movie 20 Feet from Stardom, 30 Feet from Stardom, um, but it featured all those people. And so nice. it was for that time, but I got to work for Liza Minnelli in her house for a couple of years. That was really cool. Oh, um, wow. After hmm. doing wow. a bunch of these, after doing a bunch of these um, concerts, I like briefly worked with her in her house while she was getting married to David Guest. And um, I went out to dinner with her a bunch of times. Just the whole world is so, um, when you're a person who loves the behind the scenes band members and stuff, it was like a whirlwind. And going on tour with Kesha was, um, just Kesha was like my favorite artist at the time. I'm like, I need this gig, dream gig. She was so cool and she's very, uh, uh, down to earth and insanely smart about her work. Nice, nice. So now, how did uh, sharing your musical taste and working together transition into landing on Sesame Street? Um, well, when we met, we were in college, and again, like I said, I I wanted to be a pop songwriter, so I would be in the studio a lot, and I would hire Cat to do vocals and. Her and I just kind of clicked right away and we realized that we had a love of the same kind of irreverent, silly music. And we really loved theme songs like the Full House theme song and all the CPIF. Like we yeah. were like, we want to do that. And at the time, uh, theme songs really weren't a thing. You know, we were we were in um college in 2000 to 2003, and uh, you know like tv theme songs like always in the animation world it was there but what, what we knew and what we grew up with the tjf didn't exist and we're like damn that would be a great job <laughs> uh so how it came about with sesame street i'm gonna actually let cat take this because it was she got the call from sesame street yeah i had uh, written a theme song for a friend and um and he was working with Sesame Street at the time. And we randomly got a call to do a toy and then be on the show. We had um, someone at Sesame had like taken a real interest in us. And um, and they were just like, hey, like we got a call from like the producer, one of the producers of the show. And they're like, hey, you have, you're assigned this song, Lila. And it was so exciting because it felt like, um, like, we were it, it felt like we were on our dream gig at the time um because we were heavily jing into jingles at the time and ever since then they've just been calling us thank goodness yeah yeah nice so before getting to work on it do you both grew up watching sesame street at all oh my god yes <laughs> of course of course it's very different from the world it is now where there's so so yeah. much content and like my kids and our kids and um, our friends kids 
don't listen, don't, don't have to watch, you know, either Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers. Um, that being said, Sesame Street is one of like the most obviously heavy hitters still to this day. Um, but we, but like I, one of my favorite scenes from this show was, and I still think about it like all the time, um, the, a container of milk, a loaf, a loaf of bread, a container of milk, and a stick of butter episode. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm, yes. I love that episode. And nice. I think about it still to this day because the music was so good. Um, and and the 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 message was like, you know, kids, you you can do this, you can remember something. So it still sticks with us. All the good music from it. Um what was, what was the pinball episode? One, two, three, four, five, yes. seven. Yes, yes. yes. Classic. Classic. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we definitely grew up uh, with Sesame Street. And um, what was pretty cool is as we started working more and more on the show and when we got married and had kids, our kids, not through any of our influence, either through a friend or they were, they started singing our songs that we wrote like six years yeah. before they were even born. And we're just like, holy moly, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Benny really loved number of the day, especially. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah. I do love that song. And our, our wedding song was a Sesame street song. Um, wow. it, we had written a song called two little rocks where, <laughs> Who's Zoe's pet rock Rocco is getting married? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god. And it was like a very oh sweet episode too. It was, yes. Like it was this very serious song, and we did it on purpose. Like we did this song so seriously on purpose to like be to take it out, be juxtaposed on top of this silly wedding. And um, and when it came time to pick our song, we were like, okay, Sesame Street's a big part of our lives. And, you know, I always imagined that we'd maybe write our own wedding song. So it was like, oh, let's do this. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so out of curiosity, do the two of you have a favorite Sesame Street character? 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, for me, it's like my alter ego, Grover. I think Grover, uh, yes, yeah, favorite. When I was a kid, though, I really loved Snuffy. Snuffy uh. was, and but, and then of course Ernie. But I would say now I just love how zany Grover is. How about you? Yes. Growing up, I loved the aliens. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, yes. yes. Yep, yep, yep. I, 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 I used to like like flip out when they came on but um oh and the honkers love the honkers ah oh, yes. yeah. i love abby Cadabby the most because i feel like her and me thing like, oh, um and we love less Carrera rudolph because she's oh yes she's the one like, of the most talented people I can oh my god in the whole world. i love her with all my heart um yeah she's a, she, her, yeah her and her uh husband paul rudolph are previous guests of ours they were yeah wonderful. paul paul is the maestro i call him maestro i love he her really is. Oh. and then like recently we did a song for um what is the fly my i'm sorry i'm like blanking right now what's the fly my sufa's name uh the guy who did the, oh, the blue blue, blue. And he, uh, mr johnson mr johnson yeah 
we yeah, did oh we did an episode that was really a funny musical episode it was all about um different types of music and different types of fruits and vegetables and um we did a version all the songs were very serious we had like a um uh like a salsa song we did a pop song and then uh this was jp's idea when he got on he was supposed to sing a song what was the song that you wrote you <laughs> it was so good oh my gosh okay so this yes it was i think season 51 or i don't know a couple years ago and um I don't know. I made him sing a heavy metal song, yeah. like, and he screamed, and like we did the, I did the guitar solos, and like, no, 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 no. So now he's become one of my favorite characters yeah. for that reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember the very first song the two of you wrote together for Sesame Street? Ooh, yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, it was a turd. <laughs> It was a turd, you know. Well, not all of them are hits, um, and it wasn't it wasn't anybody's fault. Um, it was called the Get Up and Go Dance for the letter G. It was with Zoe and Elmo, and um, the reason why is that it was just you know Zoe is an amazing character, but her range is like this, so it's hard to for you know to sing that way. So I I don't know. Um, it wasn't my favorite, but it still holds a place in my heart because that was the first one we did. I don't think it, I don't, I, it wasn't Zoe um, because Zoe, we've done so many songs since and she's like killed them. It's not that, in my opinion. In my opinion, it was that um, we were so early into our careers at the time that like we did what we thought was right at the time. But like, obviously as, composers that are just coming up um we have come so far since that like that time feels to me that song feels that way even though it's yeah not. maybe it's not a turd it's just that again it's just one of the younger songs that we've done yeah. and you know i'm sure you guys like your first podcast you probably listen back and be like oh i could have done that so much better i guess that's how we feel yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> So are there any songs you both wrote for Sesame that stick out as some of your favorites? For me, I would say one of my favorite songs that we've ever been a part of was Try a Little Kindness. Um, Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I just love the message of it. And it was one of the songs that just came out exactly the way that we wanted it to come out and um it's it's still like up there for me for sure oh yeah Tori Kelly was um like one of our favorite artists at the time and it still is but um when when it you have to step into an artist's brain when you write a song especially for a celebrity who's well known because it's very easy to like write a song that is slightly off of their own um persona and not only right. will it not come out great but it will not sound like them and they may not really enjoy singing it so we really 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 try to make something that they would enjoy singing but she extra killed it because she's saying just like our brains she's saying exactly how we thought she was gonna sing it 
but she cared. Um, but that's not my favorite song. My favorite, I mean, I, it's my second favorite song. My favorite song is um, Friends with the Penguin um, that Billy yeah. Porter. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. He, that's another thing. Like, I was so, I wanted to do a song that, like, we want to do a song that, that was very Billy Porter because we've been fans of his since Love before Love's on the Way. I, my friend Peter Zizzo, who's a, another really. Um, oh, no. Oh yeah, Peter yeah. says the previous guest of ours too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so you know how talented he is. Um, oh yeah. He had written with his wife Tina. Um, had written. Uh, oh, um, love is on the way for Billy Porter. Nope. What? For they wrote it for Celine Dion. Billy Porter covered it. Billy Porter <laughs> demoed it. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Wow. I mean, he had his own, obviously, his version, I think, came out after his. I Forgive me if I'm if I'm incorrect on this, but he did it for the First Wives soundtrack. And um, and he played it for me a long time ago. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so, so, so good. I've been a fan of his at least at, at least at that time. So when he when he was on stream, I'm like, we got to do this right. He wore not only was it. I did. I feel like the song came out really nicely, but he wore the Met Gala gown to that shoot. Like that's what he wore in the in the shoot. And I mean, that is iconic. But also, like it was funny because the dress was like very very heavy, and it came late, and they had to do it very quickly, shoot it very quickly. And he was such a pro on all of it that it made me like love him even more. <laughs> absolutely uh, definitely one of one of my favorite songs that the two of you uh co-wrote was uh brushy brush oh yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> that's the one that our kids still like at night uh sesame put that song into a toothbrush so we bought the toothbrush and oh wow oh wow now they use it to brush their teeth so it's that 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 is definitely uh one of those staple songs that we're oh. proud of we love the fact that it's gotten such a response. And like it's two minutes long so that kids can use that entire song to brush their teeth. And they, I mean, mm -hmm. talking to some other parents, I think they like, they, they, they use it. Like I'm surprised that they, that they still use it after all this time. Yeah. And the Jonas, the Jonas brothers covered it on a uh, not too late mm -hmm. show with Elmo too, which yeah. I thought was cool. Yeah. Very, yeah, cool. That was very, very cool. cool. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Where you don't, where you both done for you know, songs, you know, it's, just, it's amazing. And um, few of my favorite songs you guys wrote, um, Letter of the Day, um, Number of the Day, um, the I almost got the moves. Oh um, yeah, almost oh, got yeah, the moves. that was yeah. a great one. And the, yes. um, yeah, and the and the Queer Sir to Amigo. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, with Romeo Santos. With Romeo Santos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 did you both from wrote the um the Friends parody for Father's Day? Uh, we did a different Father's Day song. It a uh, friend. Did you say Friends parody? Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Yes. No, no, we, we did um we did a Father's Day song uh four or five years ago. We actually oh. we actually wrote it. Uh, that song was written when we found out that we were pregnant with my daughter. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I keep saying my, That's but fine. um, <laughs> sorry. I know I because I get it. 
with our daughter um and while we were writing it we were like oh this is really sweet it's like it was like the perfect song to be assigned at that time nice yeah. nice one of one of one of my favorites is one from season 51 uh lazy days it was the episode with the turtles yes yes yeah. see turtles are my favorite animal yes. uh, ever they're like my spirit animal because like I, sometimes I, I tell Kat, like, if I get, like, anxious or something, I'll feel like a turtle without a shell, like, that's naked. Um, so I, <laughs> I love I love turtles. And, yeah, that was a really, really, really fun episode. Too, beautiful. To do. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful episode. The way that set was made. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yes. Things hanging from the, there was, like, ribbons hanging from the ceiling. Mm. And so that was fun to write, too. Turtles and birds, like, hey, oh yeah. Well, there was four of them that we did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really really fun. Nice. Yeah, we do like those. Yep, one of of my favorites from that season. Now, going back to celebrities, who were some of your favorite celebrity guests to write for? Oh, Oh, my goodness. Actually, mine, and can I take this one? Is that okay? Sure. Um, This is not for Sesame specifically, but um, we work on Baby Shark show on Nickelodeon. yes the crazy jump the crazy uh gamble that 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 nickelodeon put into this and it i think it was a wonderful move um was to have cardi b on it because cardi yes Yes, a fan of the show so she uh she had posted something with with her singing uh or dancing to um baby shark and so they invited her on the show she came and we wrote a song for her um, uh, called The Seaweed Sway. Um, and she came on the show and she like really put effort into it. Cause like celebrities, you know, you just assume sometimes that like this is a kid's show. They're gonna, I, I, I mean, I, I guess that's a pessimistic view, uh, a way of saying that. But like, I haven't found that anybody has actually not cared about you know celebrities have not cared so maybe i'm being proven wrong <laughs> but um <laughs> cardi b killed it she she like she sang it exactly again exactly how we imagined her singing it and we got her to like oh there was a second verse oh my gills you're so crazy check your skills you amazing and she did her thing on the song and she put so much attitude, and she had her daughter and her um, husband at the time. I mean, I'm sorry, she had her husband and her daughter on the song as well, and the show. So nice. that's, that's a fav- my favorite celebrity. Uh, nice. Going back to Sesame a little bit, you also wrote uh, the song for uh, Wendy Williams when Elmo was on. Yeah. Williams, since she was on the radio, like since her like first day on, on, um, on her show. She's so good. Um, that was like that was like a, the time when we were like, we did it. <laughs> we're, we're like we're we're real like composers now. I felt like going on this show and we got to go to the the set and watch um, it being performed with like choreographed choreographed moves and everything it was so cool. Yeah, love. You it. feel like that too? Absolutely. That and then <laughs> we we also. Um, around the same time, we did a song for Emerald Lagasse with Elmo, yeah. and uh, we went there as well. And I forgot it was about like 
I don't know, cooking and cleaning yeah, up dishes was... or something. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But yeah, those those are always fun uh, to to work with celebrities because um, they're just, you know, your your inner your inner child's like, oh my God, this is really cool. We're in the same room working with these people, like you know? So <laughs> very cool. So for Wendy Williams is like, you know, her her like thing that she always says is, how you doing? And so yeah. yep. the song was like, how you doing? How you doing? And like, we got all her like her kind yeah. of catchphrases in there. Like, um, there was a line where we're like, oh, da, da, da. allegedly, it was so fun too because I love I like yeah. have been a fan forever. Uh, definitely. Um, now you mentioned uh working on the outreach projects. What what would you say goes into writing a song covering you know such a serious topic? Um, I would say what's What's wonderful about that for us as composers, we get to write the lyrics on that too, um, on some of those. So some of the Sesame Street um, regular episode songs, the, the lyrics are done by the writers and we do the music. So I really love the faith that they put in us as lyric writers to convey the messages of, you know, the directors and uh, everybody involved. Um I would say that they're more heavier topics. So we tend to take off our silly hat a little bit and we try to really focus um, our energies in creating the best song to convey the message of the special. Yeah, and um, to add on to what JP's saying, it many times the underscore and the songs give kids the emotions that you that would sort of be a little bit almost inappropriate to talk about with kids like that they they can they can say certain things but for example with gun violence you can't you know you would never say like oh this person um was killed or shot or anything but the emotions that they have in it can be portrayed perfectly um you know accurately without having to take anything back because they're feeling all those emotions um, and they're going through things that are like way beyond what they maybe should be having to go through at that time. Mm. And so it's, it, um, you know, with, with that music, you can really like tap into what they're actually feeling. Um, whereas that may not be possible lyrically. Right. So your work composing together on Sesame eventually led to other children's projects. Can you talk about some of the other kids shows? I know we kind of brought up Baby Shark earlier, but what were some of the other kids shows you've had the pleasure of writing for? Oh, yeah. Um, we've done a lot. Uh, Sesame Street was definitely the first, and that springboarded us into other places. We've, we worked on... Uh, we worked on... Um, Blaze in the Monster Machines for, for Nickelodeon. Um, with our great friend, uh, P.T. Walkley, we worked on Blues, Clues, and You, and Abby's um, Dollhouse, which is so fun to be on. Uh, we worked on the new Teletubbies that's out. Um, our One of our recent projects right now, um, that part of the first episode came out, but there'll be more, it's called Princess Power on Netflix. So we did all the songs, uh, with our good friend Alana da Fonseca, and we did the underscore as well, which was a lot of fun to be the com like have complete control over the music 
um, which doesn't always happen. Usually we're, we're doing either songs or score and to be able to do both was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done 101 Dalmatian Street for Disney. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, tab Time. I want to talk about Tab Time. Tab Time is a show that's right now it's on, um, I think, YouTube or YouTube mm-hmm. Originals. And Tabitha Brown is like a reincarnate of Mr. Rogers. And the show is just so fantastic and so beautiful. The messages, the everything about that show, we absolutely adore. And mm-hmm. we implore everybody to check it out because it's it's just got the heart and soul of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but just set into a more modern sense. So that's like one of our right. favorites to work on. Yeah, I really enjoy her too. She's like, she's, oh, oh, she's very heavily involved in it, in all aspects of it. And it makes her personality, um, she started on YouTube as a vegan, a vegan chef. And she like, really like, kids watched her a lot. And um, obviously now she has a line at Target as well. And she's so colorful and fun. And like, she starts out with these she starts out in 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 real life, um, like real a real life setting, and then she puts on these shoes in uh, in the imagination section of the show, the se- segment rather, and then all of a sudden she explodes into an animated version of herself, and we go into the animated world, and like she can kind of cover it all, and she covers this one, she covers one topic in many different ways. Um, in each episode and it's really nice she's had episodes about growth um, as personally psychologically um, you know emotionally it's really a wonderful show nice so another song you both co-wrote was the song you can't spell blue without you celebrating the 25th anniversary of nick jr's blues cruise what's it like you know to write that song uh, it was so much fun. Um, P.T. Walkley, again, really great friend, really amazing composer, um, gave us a call and, you know, asked us to collaborate. And just the fact that it was including all three hosts of Blues Clues and it was on the 25th anniversary and we were so lucky to have it played at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So we yeah, got to- yeah. Ah, yes. Witnessed it with our kids, and it was just, it was fantastic. I I, I love the song, and, you know, I really love the show. Um, You know, obviously, we're a little bit too old to have grown up with Blue's Clues, but we were aware of it. And, um, you know, I I love the the reincarnation of the show as Blue's Clues and You as well. Definitely. Yeah, Blue's Clues is... um... Aside from Sesame Street, of course, Blue's Clues is another show that I grew up watching a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 Same, same here. Blue's Clues. I remember watching Blue's Clues a lot in Stone. I'm a fan of that show, so it's an amazing show. And, it's, and it still works now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blue's Clues and you. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Amazing reboot. Did you guys cry when you watched the uh, when you watched them come back on? Yes. <laughs> I've heard oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes, it I made me cry. Actually, listen, watching. Yeah, yeah, I loved. I loved when Steve like talked to the camera. I'm like, oh, yes, oh, the, oh, the, oh, um, yes. pulling at the heartstrings. Especially, yeah. especially like I don't know if you two have seen it, but the movie that just came out, Blue's Big City Adventure. 
Mm-hmm. Great, great movie. Love that yes. they brought all three hosts yes. together for that. Yes, great movie. Amazing. Yeah, so good. So, so um, good. Yes. Oh, yes. So, the two of you also start your own music production facility, Earworm Music. Can you, you know, both talk about how that was launched and what the facility specializes in? Sure. Um, so, we have been working together for a gazillion years. And um, as we started to get more and more shows to work on, um, which is fantastic, you know, we had to expand a little bit. So um, we, you know, started Earworm and it's mainly cat and I, uh, but occasionally when, when we get jammed up, we hire some, some great composers to work alongside us. And, um, you know, we also use it as a facility for helping young compo- budding composers. So we will hire interns right out of college to kind of learn the process of composing for television um, that we're really passionate about giving back in, in that respect. And we end up hiring them. Absolutely. Yeah, we've hired several of them um, for, for some of our projects. Um, aside from that, we are also content creators and writers. So we've been working on new musical projects with our own IPs um, that we plan to launch in the next year or so. So yeah, you're nice. kind of uh, evolving as 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 we going. Awesome. awesome. Very nice. It's pretty great for uh, having a uh in our in our other house we I was working in the laundry room and Jamie we were working like in a little tiny little bedroom so it's nice to have a space now yeah uh, uh, so so aside from composing you both also uh vocal coach artists and actors what, what's that like um I'm gonna correct you I I have the worst voice ever <laughs> I absolutely can vocal coach but cat is the singer and you know just vocal guru so she 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 handles (laughs) i love doing that because i love artists and especially like we've been um we've been working with artists that we really enjoy and like respect and um I, i think my first celebrity person i ever vocal coached was joss stone and like she's got she's got mm. her stuff together she doesn't need a coach but like it was nice to say oh to 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 say like hey this is you but like right now you know especially with um voice actors and people who don't like see have not been recording and listening to themselves a lot not joss but um this is you and this one right this thing that you just recorded right here um you know you're singing it like that. And if you were in concert, that would be different. But on a recording, maybe this isn't coming out like, you know, like you, like you, like you, it would in concert. So you have to do it differently, right? When you're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I coach Kiko um, Glenn on Baby Shark. Um, I got to coach Michael, oh, what's his last name? Loyer um, from Hamilton. And he is oh, Baby wow. Shark. Mm. What's the guy's name? What's his name? Sorry, I'm blanking. Um, he plays uh Wavy Jones. Wavy Jones. 
He's so good. He had such a fun thing. He was actually nominated for um, an Emmy for that, um, for his performance on Baby Shark's Big Show. Wow. He, nice. It was so cool because he's so good at what he does, right? But he's like made a, a character for the show. So he's got the whole thing. And we got to record him on a song called uh, it, It's Time to Clean Up. We try, like our kids try to get, try to get Alexa to play that. And, um, and if you have to say like, Baby Shark's big, uh, it's time to clean up from Baby Shark's big show. Okay, so it's hard, it's hard to say that. But um, it was so cool to record him because he's so good at what he does. And he has, he has so much of a, um, a vocal palette that to do Wavy Jones, he just had to keep going. His voice was like, that was his character, right? He, he, his voice literally waves up and down and then he sings and he, he goes into singing. He starts to call out and then he goes back into singing. That was cool. I, um, we also got to be on Michael, Michael Buble. We did a Christmas song with him. Um, and which ended up, um, on his Christmas special as like the beginning of uh, his Christmas special. He did an entire music video around it. It was so cool. He got to go to like Hollywood studios and like record, uh, film the area where he was, uh, the Tower of Terror hotel, I think it was. Like he, he like did a music video all in that, that section. And um, he called me while he was recording it. And he was like, hey, what is this note for this? And I got to like, talk to him that was really cool too um but I really enjoyed vocal coaching for artists because like you really get to know them right you know I really enjoy it um yeah so what would you like to say to those who have watched or listening who have been supported the projects you both worked on over the years thank you <laughs> thank you you know as a composer it sometimes feels like um you know when you're writing stuff and and doing stuff that like it goes on not not that our shows how do I say this it feels like you're alone until and that like you don't matter until people like it's nice having people like you know uh, um write to us on Instagram or like on our our socials um and say hey I've been watching this show like people um I did I did vocal stuff for Pokemon and people like have been every time it comes out they're like oh hey I gotta you know I saw it I really love it and it's really nice it really feels really nice to um know that people are listening and and you know what they really enjoy um so I don't know I just want to say thanks for 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 following us like it feels unreal that people will will like the fact that we even got nominated for an Emmy feels so wild. But like to get one felt like wow, people really care, and it feels so um just I don't know, it feels warm and fuzzy. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, definitely. Wonderful. If people would like to connect with the two of you, where can people find you? Um, you can find us at our website, which is earwormny.com. 
and our socials uh i think instagram i'm not good at this stuff but i think <laughs> it's, it's i think it's ear ear one why. Why for, for instagram yeah and hers is cat r sing yeah mine is cat rail randy um and um jp's is uh actually no, he's it, got a personal one yeah ear, earworm <laughs> ny um yeah see we gotta we gotta get better at our socials this is we're working on it it's just been so we've been really busy with with all of these these projects that we're on um and you know it's just it's it's kind of difficult understandable totally understandable no worries at all and yeah and your and the website and the socials will be in the description down below so people can check out the website and and connect and follow, follow so nice so nice so to to so to end this off so of course this podcast is called Jake's Happy Nostalgia Show. When you think of nostalgia, what do you think of or in your own words, how would you define the word nostalgia? Hmm. Um you know, it's funny that you say that because what's interesting about nostalgia and music together is that a song can just bring you back. And I find many times that if I'm hearing a song from, you know, a decade, you know, we were born in the eighties or nineties and it'll just bring me right back to everything that was popular at the time. So when uh, I was a real little kid, I remember Saturday morning cartoons. And I remember the, after these messages, we'll be right back, you know, yes, so, oh God. God. Yes. So, yes. or like the owl, from the Tootsie Pop, like so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What I, I about that. What oh, I think nostalgia is is a time capsule to your youth, and I think it's a beautiful. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love that. Like TikTok is having a moment with uh, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I remember that. Oh my god. Yes, I remember that. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Do pe did people really not know where their children were at 10 p.m. and then like <laughs> did it because you're like go out and come back when it's time for go time to go to bed just like stay out for a while we all did <laughs> <laughs> but like by the way nostalgia for me it feels very different because um I have like some weird ADHD like memory issues and so those like nostalgia like especially when it comes back and it's like you know, you see something or you hear something, but like it literally brings back memories that I don't, that I would have definitely let go. It would have just faded into the sea of, of non-remembrance. Um, and it's nice. So nostalgia and shows like yours, like really help. What's up? What's up, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> they knew right away. Yes. <laughs> Ladies hey. and gentlemen, DJ Bob. How are you doing, man? Wake up. What's, What's up, up? What's up? Thought I could you. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing, amazing. So good to see you, Bob. How are these guys? Amazing. amazing. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I love these guys. They're fantastic. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Really good thank show. you. Um, I just love the everything that you guys are doing. All of you. And Bob you know how much i love you um so yeah i just i just love bringing up the past of you know stuff up, up, up from my youth i love it <laughs>
Thank you. Right, well, JP and Cad, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. This was great. Yeah, so yes, thank you. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bob, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Bye, right, right, take care, guys. Bye, everyone. All right, take care, JP and Kat. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. No, that was fun. And Bob, that was, that Bob, was thank you fun. so much for hopping in. You got it. Yes. 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 I feel like <laughs> JP and I have like a romance or something. I can, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I mean, you you two have become such good friends because because they were previously on your show, the DJ Bob show. Um, check out that interview, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, really check, out that, check out that interview with them um, and ours too. If you want to go back and watch it again, do it. <laughs> yes, you should just do it. JP and Cat binge if you want to do them back to back. Pretty much, you could. You yeah. could do that. That'd yes, be fun. but it's goodbye from us as well. Yes, indeed. Yes. yes, we absolutely enjoyed our time with JP and Cat Randy, and of course DJ Bob as a guest. Come on, yeah. so, yeah. for the <laughs> for, for those who haven't seen our other interviews, Bob, uh, we interviewed him previously, and he's also hopped in on a few. And I think interviews. I'll be back. I'll be back fairly soon. If fairly time. soon. Yeah, as of taping, because as of taping, we're we're taping this in May, and then I think in June, I think we will schedule another interview with bob yay so, keeping the lookout for that but that'll, as, that'll be coming soon yes yeah. but it's always what do we say jake you massage our lives next time take care see you next time from great episodes more to come take care see you next time bye 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 thank you for tuning in to another wonderful jake's happy nostalgia show interview be sure to follow jake and the crew on social media and stream the show wherever you find your favorite podcasts and as always remember to keep nostalgia alive bye bye <laughs>